0: What is up, guys? Welcome to the Street Kings pod presented to you by Club VIP. It is your host Fredo once more. Today we're going over topics 5.24, topic 6.10. we got only three topics going today. You know how these podcasts go. They're short, sweet, and simple. We don't like anything long, anything too elaborative. So let's dive right into it, all right? Make sure to follow us as always on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Street Kings pod. That again is at underscore Street Kings pod. P.O.D. So make sure to follow us there. If you have any uh, opinions you want to add on. DM us your opinions, we'll feature you, we'll tag you on the post, uh, or we'll at you on Twitter. Make sure to retweet, share our posts, etc., etc., etc. So let's just go right into it. 5.24, first topic is the BMW 5 Series is atrocious. I mean, anyone looked at it? My, look, my first reaction when the BMW first came out is, uh, well, very easy. What the fuck is this piece of shit? i mean i don't exactly know what they were doing with the new five series it makes absolutely no sense to me that car w- really went from a car that held its own way it was a really good looking car especially when you look at a lot of the new cars that have been coming out of bmw the four series the uh, xm which i know you guys know i wasn't a fan of back in pod two. we discussed that uh the seven series which a lot of people don't like as well uh the two series even uh, i don't think even looks that good also i just don't understand what they did with the five series in my opinion was one of the best looking cars not only in the segment but in the german luxury car market and they just completely screwed it up but the f90 refresh or the facelift the lci i know that band of likes to call it uh was a very nice car very good looking car i think one of the best five series ever made uh in my opinion and that's after the f10 uh which i believe was also a really good looking car the reef the BMW right before the refresh for the F90, I thought it was all right. But the uh, after refresh, I think, was just gorgeous. And to go from that card, I believe, just the pinnacle to whatever the heck they just created. I, it's, it's atrocious what's going on. The rear thin taillights, I don't know what they're thinking. Those double thin taillights in the back, they're not even a BMW spec. They don't have this, you know, a signature L shape. Uh, the 5 Series, or the X5 rather, I guess they were trying to match it with the X5 as a double line. But the X5 has a thicker tail light and it looks good it matches the car looks strong looks aggressive this new tail light they put on the five series is just too thin it just makes no sense looks really like a toyota camry i don't understand what they're going for uh, so they're consistent with really nothing in their lineup as well uh you look at the front headlights i get it consistent with the x5 same deal you want to make it look the same as the suv version of the car but I just believe they could have went with it. maybe a thinner taillight, something that looks, uh, not light, headlight, my bad. It looks more aggressive. Too many black accents, too. It looks, it looks like basically the refresh of the new 3 Series that just came out just ate a bunch of blackberries and smiled. Okay, you eat a bunch of blackberries, your taints teeth, and you smile. That's really what it looks like. There's too many black accents, I think, for absolutely no reason. And the interior is just terrible. I mean, it, lo- it looks like shit. Uh, the steering wheel, I feel like I could just probably ba- break or bend with my own hands. Uh, just stuck on screen. I don't know what they're doing. The cluster as well, where you uh, the climate change cluster makes no sense to me as well. It just looks like a 7 Series gave up. So the person that designed the 7 Series just gave up. And put, they put in the 5 Series, or maybe it was the draft for the 7 Series that they put in the 5 Series. It makes no sense to me. I don't think it looks as good as the 7 Series interior, and I'm not sure what they were going for. The door handles too. Okay. Let's take a moment of silence for the door handles. They've completely butchered door handles. The i4... Uh, I'm not sure if it carries on to the regular 4 Series, but I know the i4 is the first thing that came to my mind. This new 5 Series, what are they doing with the door handles? Why are they flat? I guess you could, for aerodynamics, but it still makes absolutely no sense to me. They look completely hideous. They look ugly. They don't look strong at all. The door handles previously just looked like a good handle you hold on to. And now they're flat. They look like an electric car. It just makes no sense to me why they'd ever add that to, to the car. And I'm talking about electric car. The car has no angles whatsoever. Everything is just so uh, smooth and blurry uh the lines just kind of blur out into the distance kind of like the new two series you watch throttle house props to thomas for bringing that up but the lines just on the side are just don't just don't look good at all it goes from the front and then it kind of just disappears and then it reappears a little bit in the back i don't understand what they're going for that doesn't have that stronger look uh and so you know it makes me now realize why mercedes an Audi have kind of took a different route when it comes to electric cars and kind of making them their own lineup instead of making the same car Electric and gas because that way, you know You have better design cues for a, for a gasoline car and an ice car than an electric car. Electric cars tend to be more round more aerodynamic uh, To compensate of course for the weight and you want to make the car fast Whereas a gasoline car you want it to look really strong. It has the exhaust sound it has the exhaust note, and you want it to kind of have Have some presence and now I'm starting to understand why Audi and, and uh, Mercedes rather went that route uh, so it really kind of opens my eyes onto that, but I just, I don't like it at all. And I feel like a lot of people agree. All right, second topic. This is going to be topic um, three, not three, sorry, 5.31. So BMW's vision is to release what should it really be an M car as an MCS and charge people more for. So if you guys have seen, without really looking into it, a lot of the new M cars have come out, including the, uh, well, not the M5. I'm talking about the M4, the M3, uh, the M2, especially that just came out cars are much heavier than the predecessors and then the cs comes around and the cs is just around the same weight as the predecessor so it's basically as if bmw so bmw basically can't make a lighter car they can't make lighter m's they just save them for the cs so they make the car heavier on purpose it seems and then they make it lighter for the cs so they could charge people more for it i don't understand so to me it just seems like the cs should be just a regular m and maybe not even make a cs to begin with or if you want to make a cs make it even uh even more wild than the regular m which should be the cs already i know it sounds a little bit confusing but look hold on listen to what i'm trying to say it just seems like a cash grab to me all right they've done this before with the 8 series as you guys know it's the same engine as the m5 i'm uh, not really understood why they went that route and why they uh didn't put a v10 or some kind of a v12 or some kind of big engine into the A-Series, which is just kind of a way for them in my opinion just sell and make more money the car doesn't even look that good but we went over that it was in pod one Uh, but what i'm trying to say just seems like a crash grab doesn't make sense to me Uh, look we're looking at the specs right now too i have them lined up so m5 the predecessor to the f90 the f10 weighed 4068 pounds the f90 boosted it up to 4254 4254 pounds so you're talking about an increase of nearly 200 pounds and that's surprisingly in the m5cs for the f90 generation obviously the new one because there's no other m5cs m5cs weighs 4096 pounds so it's only what close to 30 pounds or 28 pounds more than the original uh, f10 m5 uh, it makes no sense to me so basically what you're telling me is the m5 cs which weighs the same as the previous generation f10 should have just been the regular m5 and then cs should have been even a more wild version of that but to bump it up 200 pounds and take that weight away uh and call it the cs just i mean it just makes no sense to me uh bmw can make a lighter car they should have made a lighter car with the m5 and maybe not even worried about the cs nameplate and I think it makes sense the more I go into it. I'm just kinda at awe when I looked at these specs because they really lined up the way I expected them to. F eighty two M4, three thousand three hundred and eighty-nine pounds. The new M4 boosted up by five hundred pounds, guys. Five hundred pounds to three thousand eight hundred and eighty. So from three thirty so from basically around three thousand and four hundred we'll say, to around three thousand and nine hundred pounds, okay? So an insane increase, and then the M4 CSL then brings it back down to 3640, so it brings it very close to the uh, F82 M4, only a couple hundred pounds off, and hear me out, not only the first time, F80 M3, this was back in 2017, 3540, 3540 pounds, the new M3, 3990 pounds, and the M3 CS, well they brought it down only a little bit this time, 3000, 915 i'm not sure why they could only shave off 75 pounds they definitely had more room for weight savings i don't understand maybe they're thinking about coming out uh with a new m3 csl or m3 i don't know what their gts maybe i don't know what they're going through their minds as a final edition in a couple of years they might be doing that and that way they'll bring the weight down a little bit more i still think the car's too heavy but we're seeing a common trend we're seeing them add weight for the new generations of m cars and then for the css take that weight that they added away uh, okay, F87M2, obviously the older one, the first generation M2, 3,417 pounds. All right. The G87M2 that just came out, nearly 400 pounds heavier, 3,814. And so now the M2CS, as we've seen, is rumored and we spotted. You can check our uh, sponsor, Club VIP. You can check their post. We posted about the uh, new M2CS. that We got spy photos of the new M2CS, courtesy of Carl, And we posted it on our Instagram page to keep you guys up to date and that is on un- at underscore club VIP so make sure go follow us there for car content news etc uh, and none of the opinion based stuff that we have on Street Kings but anyways M2CS spotted so basically they're probably going to bring the weight back down to the F87 generation and then again same thing why couldn't they just make the new M2 light just like the older generation was and then make the M2 CS even crazier than that? I don't understand why they had to add the weight and now it looks like they might be taking it away for the M2 CS. just makes no sense to me. All right. All right, last topic we're going over is going to be topic 6.10. Why do you even buy an LC 500, a Lexus LC 500? We added Lexus because we were hoping they'd give us an answer. There's no reason to buy one, guys. I went online. Starting price for their car for an LC 500 is $102 and 150 to, That Okay. Okay. Hundred two thousand, hundred fifty bucks. Very easy. I can't even get the number out because of how bad it is, because of how high it is. There's no reason you should be paying north of $100,000 for a V8 Lexus, okay? Not absolutely one reason. This is not a track car. It's not a car you're ever taking to the track. Even if you take it to the track, I doubt it's going to last a lap. Uh, it doesn't look that good. I don't understand the whole uh, emphasis about it looking that good. The taillights just look some kind of weird fortune teller ball because of the, how hollow they are. I don't know what kind of design cue they're going for. It doesn't match the car at all. The car is nice and sleek. I mean, you can't have a taillight like that on the car. It just doesn't look good. The front end, same deal. Kind of just looks like you beat up a shark. I don't understand why people go for it. $102,000 once again. What are you really getting for $102,000? A Lexus, a reliable car? Okay, please give me a break. Look, we're looking at other options for $100,000. You have the c Corvette, you have the CT5V and CT4V Blackwing, which are amazing cars. You're talking about supercharged V8s, Camaro ZL1 1LEs, Mustang GT500, and SRT Hellcat. You have the old generation C63S, because obviously we know the new generation will happen. AMG GT, you can even get for on the marketplace used. M5, E63S, and RS6. Keep in mind, we didn't go over MSRP numbers because we know, understand that market values now are inflated because of COVID or whatever else is going on. But these cars are still all you can get under a hundred thousand dollars, and they're amazing cars they 're cars in my opinion that look better, sound better, handle better, perform better i don 't understand why you 'd ever get Alexis over any of these cars that I just listed Naturally, for to you get yourself a Mustang, get yourself an American muscle car it 'll sound better it 'll look better in my opinion, and what are you really getting the l c 500 for a grand tour i mean are you 're really taking that car across country no you 're not and have to be able to buy them. Actually ninety percent of the people that buy them don 't Uh, They just take them out on the weekends. And so if you're looking for just a pretty car to go cruising, you have plenty of options on the market. I mean, this is just a little bit, just a little, little example of the many, many cars you can get for $100,000, okay? $102,000 to be exact, or even under. And then you have people coming... And it will tell you, well, you know, uh, the LC500 is really reliable. It's a reliable V8. Who the heck cares about reliability, dude? You're getting a V8. You're getting a car that you want to hear sink. You don't care about it going to the repair shop or not. This is not a car you're driving back and forth to work every day, hundred putting 100 plus miles on it every day. This is not a car you're doing that with. This is a car that you're, that you're taking out. And it's reliable in terms of what? Reliable in terms of fun, not in terms of maintenance, okay? We don't care about maintenance when you have a V8, okay? You shouldn't be caring about that. If you do care about that, don't even get a V8, all right? Especially one of these $100,000 V8s. It just makes absolutely no sense. you're caring about reliability when you're buying an LC500, then let me tell you something. If you're a guy, go to the bathroom take off your pants because you're missing something between your legs. I'll tell you that much. There's no reason you should get this car. $100,000 pisses me off. I don't understand why this car costs this much or why people even go for it. It doesn't look good once again it's ugly you get much better looking cars from germany i just mentioned them rs6 e63s m5 they're quicker to destroy that little piece in a drag race or at any race for that matter uh and i mean they just look better they look better okay they sound better too you put an exhaust on them because you know what you're saving some money actually believe it or not you have enough money for an exhaust and the car will sound great once again makes absolutely no sense why anyone would ever buy this car okay on that note, we're going to end the podcast today, guys. We'll let ourselves chill down. If you have any differing opinions, as always, make sure to send us a DM. You can comment on any of our posts, retweet, whatever you need to do, and we'll always feature you. We're always open to features. We're always open to tags. So make sure to follow us, to retweet, to tweet. And once again, at underscore Street Kings Pod. And I know we mentioned it, at underscore Club VIP. That is only on Instagram. Make sure to follow us for car content and use as a sponsor for our podcast. And once again, guys, thanks for tuning in. You guys are the best, and we'll see you in the next Podcast Kings.